You eating? No, I'm the one eating on the. That took is a bite. super disrespectful. I right, took a bite right and thought, "What the hell are you doing? You just hit record." <laughs> I still think that would have been is, a fun bit. But this is not my role. I was find the. I was gonna say find like the loudest, crunchiest food. Pretzels are up there. Pretzels are up there. Pretzels up there. Sun chips. Oh, sun chips are a good shout. They are. They're also, I think, like the best chip. I was. This is not related mm. to sun chips, but potato chips. But I had been having a hankering for. Uh, uh, I don't even think I'll probably put this in the pod. This is just me talking to you. Um, I've been having a hankering for Doritos, like, you know, like the classic cheddar, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. nachos or whatever. And I keep, I kept forgetting to put them on the grocery list because I don't buy snacky foods. I don't have stuff like that in the house normally. And so I get the, the cravings for Smart. it. And I'm like, I don't fucking have chips. So this past weekend, I was at my parents' house and we were just snacking. Well, and well, my dad, well, my dad is in the pantry and he goes, who bought a party size bag of Doritos? And I was like, I'm going to be in heaven real soon. <laughs> and so I like, I was doing something. So I finished whatever I was doing. I went in there and it was cool ranch Doritos. And I was just like, Oh man, like there's nothing against cool ranch Doritos. I was really? just like, I was really, no, no, it's just that the hankering had been for, for, for nacho, nacho. So I was just like, Oh man, I'll find something else. Like, cause it wasn't. And then went and started watching TV with them. And I'd say 10 minutes later, I was like, I think I'm going to get some cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good right about now. <laughs> so that's my Dorito story. What are you drinking? Uh, Perrin's Blonde Porter. Mm. I like Perrin, man. Yeah, Shout out to Perrin. Stuff. Cellar Door Secret, Perrin Sponsor? Brewing. We could, listen, Perrin. Let's reach out, you know, Perrin. You will, we will, all we need is a, a six pack. Yeah. It, we we'd we'd be grateful for a six pack a piece, but if you gave us a six pack, we would. Drink it could get all us through it. an episode. It could and... us, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Parents, good. My cousin works there. We've got it. I oh no. Really? Um, she's worked there for a couple of years, and whenever we go, she's always or we always try to go when she's there, and you know, don't get any like don't get any discounts or anything. I don't you know, not trying yeah. to get her in trouble. This is a very interesting thing about working in, like the arts, essentially creative stuff. Yeah. Which you wouldn't understand because you're just a you're a you build things. Yeah, I have no creative outlets. That's like <laughs> this is the your creative those. outlet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny because when you when you surround yourself with people who do creative things, you have connections. Like I have, I know videographers. I know I'm dating a graphic designer, and I have an entire team. That I know of, like graphic designers, web people. And the thing that people outside of the arts don't understand is that like doing something for like a low budget or to you know broaden your portfolio like uh -huh. that's not a thing that exists that people think it does that's what college is for and internships are for by the time oh, you're yeah. looking for jobs or you're doing freelance stuff you have the portfolio <laughs> so unless like i've had people that i know reach out to other people to do things where they're like hey i'd love to design a logo for you to, to add to my portfolio like it'll be completely free whatever mm -hmm. but this idea that you would go over to somebody like hey man I like you see it on like, oh, Instagram all like, the time. Like, like you're, oh, you could do it for the experience. And yes, I get exactly. it for a cheap cost. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. The, the what's funny is that mm -hmm. like I I surround myself. I, I have surrounded myself with people that I that do that kind. Of, like the, the podcast covers, right? We've had my friend right Stacy type people. <laughs> right brain type people. You you get it. <laughs> um, uh, my friend Stacy and and Mary have done the podcast covers, and the, because we're friends. Most of the time they've both been like, oh yeah, I'll just totally do that for you for free. And I'm like, no, but then I'm like, no, 
Like I know what it's like to be asked to do things for free. So it's like a weird, it's a weird like standoff because you're not, they're offering to do it for free, but you're offering to pay them. You're slapping it down and you're, but then, but then you're like, well, how much would you normally charge? And they're like, well, I don't want to tell you that just give me like, it's this whole Uh weird dance of it's just like, I, I want to use you because I like what your work is. Let me pay you for what that is. But then people, because it's like the opposite of the friends and family discount, right? Like they're going to give it to you, but you're like, well, no, but I'm not, I want to pay you for this. Yeah. And then sometimes it gets to it, like, you know, they for the podcast covers, eventually they're, you know, we we probably pay them less than they would charge a random mm-hmm. freelance person uh, or a random, you know, yeah, whatever. But five that's, bucks, that's yeah, where the probably. friendship part comes. Yeah, five, I mean, but I told them, I'm like, <laughs> that's a latte, you know, that's that's two tanks of gas back in the day. Um, and they're like, well, it's no, no. two tanks back in the day. Welcome to uh, Radical Face R Us. The first time in, I think it's been about two weeks since we did our last episode. Um, yeah. I think we're, we're right on schedule. Fresh off the heels. Fresh off the heels of our last episode. <laughs> um, my name is JD. And I'm Nick. And uh, I was going to do, so, I was going to kind of do an homage to Tracy, where, uh, where I was going to say, and today we're going to take it down a little bit and talk about our feelings and we're going to have some therapy. Um, that was a, that'd be a very Tracy thing to do. I was starting to format that in my head too. And, <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll just uh... <laughs> shout out to Tracy and uh, Crazy ABCs or Bare Naked ABCs um, and Crazy, Crazy ABCs too. The song's great. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're here to talk about therapy and and app, if you will, uh, from Radicals Face. Not uh, like one of our apps. Not like one, one of, of our apps. apps. More like the King Ink app that was released yeah. and the next one that will be released. It is an app. It's not an op. It's an app. So, I mean, all I know going into this, besides listening to the songs, is that it is the first, the first lyrical, uh, like you know, thing that he does after uh, the family tree. I know yes. that there's like this missing pieces thing, but missing film, missing film. Yeah. And I, I read a quick one-liner that it was like basically it's all instrumental, and he wanted like upcoming filmmakers to have music to use, like free of charge, which. Yeah. If that's true, that's fucking awesome. Pretty <laughs> like, sweet. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I, I, I would in, still uh, pay him, mind you. Yeah. I would still pay him. I'd send him five. Well, of course, like we're right. not. Yeah. We're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, go on. I was reading something about that as well, hmm. or an interview about therapy. Then asked about that, and he talked about how he worked in advertising. Apparently, and was like, "Yeah, so I've done a lot of that work for commercials and like." Yeah, a lot of it's cheesy, but uh, you can just have it. Right. <laughs> I haven't actually, I, I only read that today, actually. And so I, I like the next couple of days, I want to go back and listen to that if it to hear what kind of music it is. Like you said, it's kind of cheesy, or he said it's kind of cheesy, but I, I cannot like imagine that coming. Like cheesy is not something I, I associate with Ben. So I, I want right. to go back and listen to it. <laughs> Be yeah, fun. I want to. Maybe I'll I, use it. I would like to do that as well and see it through that lens because mm. I think I've listened to it once and been like, okay, I get like, cool. Yeah. Not going to come back to this a ton. <laughs> um, yeah. I, no, but then then he did therapy. He went to and and created the app. Went to a lot of therapy, created the new app. Um, so you'll like this. Um, the original title for this was Verse Chorus. 
And he says, <laughs> I wasn't sure I could write that way anymore. So the music came first on this. I just needed to do it. But when the subject matter came up, it made sense. <laughs> so like right. this glass She's like, hmm, I don't know if I can write like a standard <laughs> musician anymore. I've heard of verses and choruses, but I don't know what structure is in my musical writing. So abstract. <laughs> Music shouldn't have bounds. Are you watching Ted Lasso right now? No, not yet. Okay. I, this isn't a spoiler. Is it, well, it's, I mean, it's a spoiler in the sense that it is something that happens in the show, but yeah. not like a major one because it's pretty early on. There is basic, There is a character, a new character in this season who is basically Zlatan, and it is the absolute funniest thing in the world because <laughs> at first you see him and yeah. he looks like someone looked for an actor that said, look, like, look for someone that looks like Ibra and they found this yeah. guy. So that already is funny. And then like all of his actions and things that he does, it is, it is like, it's like if they took Zlatan and then he turned himself up even more. Okay. And it's just so fucking funny. <laughs> and my favorite part is one of my favorite parts is that he's, you know, he actually is supposed to come across as like a, you know, like one of the really humble celebrities, like a Chris Martin uh-huh. type where he's like really down to earth, but there's no way he is. And then he goes into the coach's room and they have their uh, formation up on the board, like what they're going to yeah. play in the season. And right. he just goes, I won't tell you what formation is, but he goes, which one of these is me? And they tell him which one. Yeah. And then all you see is him look at it and start to rearrange things. And then it shows the board and it's one dot up front and nine by the goal. <laughs> like and then he goes, I cannot wait to play for you. And walks away. <laughs> something about the way you did like the abstract thing made, made me think of uh, Zava. And I was just like, oh my God. Oh, it's it's really I'm excited good. to get into it. By the time this comes out, there will be more than the three episodes that are out. So it'll, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, but if you don't have Apple, just let me know. You can have logins and stuff. Um, Actually, and I'm going to use this real quick as a side segue so that I can do, yeah. I had two things down for a cellar door secrets. So I'm going to take one of them Ooh. out now. Um, I, I think we've talked about this, but yep, you can, you're coughing. That's fine. You do your thing. Um, shrinking. Well, you're talking. Well, yeah. Uh, which What's new? Shrinking the on uh, Apple TV. It's by yep. the same guy. It's by the guy who plays Roy Kent, produce it, help write it. And then Bill Lawrence. I did not know that. It. And then Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs, like that was his first big show. Yep. And then he produces Ted Lasso as well with with Brett Goldstein with Brent with Bre- yeah with right. <laughs> uh, and yeah so shrinking is from them and it stars Jason Segel, um, Jessica Williams, uh, Harrison Ford. It is maybe one notch below Ted Lasso for me. Like it starts out pretty good and it's also very much about therapy because they're my. By the way, halfway through the season, my mom goes, "It's funny that shrinking is the name because they're shrinks," and uh-huh. I was like fuck are you kidding me like i had not even thought about that really for weeks and i was like i feel so stupid um but if you haven't watched shrinking it is it is as good as ted almost as good as ted lasso and ted lasso is like the gold standard of tv in the past few years for me so just i yeah i picked up on that right away because i remember seeing the trailer for it while i was watching the shrink next door it was like, how many shows about therapy what shrinks can they do? Are, are they doing right now? <laughs> uh, I think the thing that one of the things I love about that show and and Ted, but this shrinking specifically is that they have so much good music. Like the theme song is done by Benjamin Gibbard, who is the front man for Death Cab Sounds for Cutie. Familiar. Okay, yep. And there it is. I bought the theme song because I'm like, because it's it's a full track, but they just use it for the theme, and right. it's so good. And then they have references to like Phoebe Bridgers and like R.E.M. and like all these bands throughout the uh, season. So um, cannot recommend it enough, but it's about oh, therapy. Yeah. And this is about therapy. 
So (laughs) (laughs) not the ones that catch on fire. So tell me about or run off cliffs. Yes. (laughs) So tell me more about what you know about the EP. Uh, I mean, aside from the fact that he wanted to branch out after it sounds like he was pretty tired of the family tree series by the time he was done. Absolutely makes sense. (laughs) Yes, I know. So are you, uh, (laughs) So he wanted to branch out. Uh, and like I said, so yeah, he wanted to specifically do a more traditional here's verse chorus songs. And it sounds like he just started working on that. That was the focus. And he was going through a lot of family shit at the time. Um, so this is over the course when he adopts his nephews. Mm, yeah. His nephew. about that family stuff. Yeah. You don't need to gender them. If you don't know the gender, you don't need to gender them. That's true. Um, dead air. Well, don't have dead yeah. air. <sighs> don't have. As, keep, okay. Keep, as an aside. To the audience, we just had an aside. What would you call a non-gendered niece or nephew? nephew? That like, it's a good question. Cause I don't know what the answer would be. Cause there's not like you could have son, daughter, but then you have child, but yep. you know, niece, nephew would be like siblings, child. Maybe I guess you would just say, I don't know. My niece, anyway, my niece, my niece, few. This is my niece, few. Uh, so. um, but yes, so this is right in the middle of that when all mm-hmm. that is happening. So he pours himself into therapy, trying to get it. through his own stuff. So fresh on the mind. Uh, and that's where a lot of the subject matter comes from. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, thematically, it's got a pretty good hard line through it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, other than I want to take a break from this go on to something new i don't know it's what interesting else. because yeah. because uh from what i've seen of him now in mm-hmm. like late 2022 early 2023 i know that he did like a big blog post or something at the beginning of the year it sounds like his next project is like very large in scope or it has like a visual element and an audio element like all these things mm-hmm. so it sounds like he's doing something similar again to family tree at least in the scope of it which means that something like this, like doubt, or, or sorry, like therapy, not the song doubt, I have the lyrics up. Um, something like therapy seems very rare for him to do. Like a like an enclosed single topic EP yeah. or or you know, um work that is one and done, essentially. Right. And I wonder if like this is like a let's get a fresh taste in my mouth type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the next piece that he's working on into the woods, it definitely seems which he has to change the name of. Did you see? Did you see that? It was because no. there's like a Disney <clears throat> musical called Into the Woods, oh. and he said something about it in the most recent like poster blog or whatever. Yeah. He said something like, and it was like in parentheticals or something where he's like, you know, which I have to explore a new name for or something like that. Okay, but like I thought that the <laughs> second I saw it was Into the Woods, I was like, I don't know if that's gonna fly. Um, and here yeah, I did. I did not make that connection or read that yet. But yeah, that's uh, that's also going to be on therapy, apparently. Oh, is it um, really? He said, yeah, the, oh, cool. the record's going to be called Into the Woods. It came about from a therapy topic, but not about myself. Uh, the loneliness of knowledge and developing your expertise in something you shrink your peer group. Um, so mm-hmm. apparently it's that's all true. all about that. There's um, this there's this um guy on tiktok uh who is like a deep knowledgeable uh biblical scholar the kind okay. of guy who will like you know he'll be most of the tiktoks i, I watch of his his name's like dan mcclellan i think but it'll be like some like 
super right wing person or like fire and brimstone um, preacher saying yeah. something really intense. And then he'll go, the, the guy will go like, the Bible says that blah, 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 blah. And then it'll cut to Dan. And he'll go, all right, let's hear it. And then the guy will say something and like, you know, in Genesis above it, he goes, yeah. so none of that is true in the slightest. So, and then he'll like dissect it piece by piece and talk yeah. about like how it doesn't say anything cool. about, and it's so funny. But the thing I think about him is that he, um, he does these lectures online that you can like buy for pay to do watch like a live lecture, right. which I would be like the topics. I'm like, this would be super cool, but I'm like, I don't know how long I could listen to this for <laughs> like before I tune out. Not uh -huh. because I'm not interested or be not smart, yeah. but then I've also thought this is my, my main point is that like being married to someone like that or being friends with someone like that has to be tiresome to a degree. Like you yeah. have to be able to switch that off and like, or what happens is exactly what, he says is that you shrink your peer group because that's all you talk about. That's all you do. And, right. and it gets, you know, kind of tiresome. So the classic Bitcoin people. Oh my God. And the fucking Joe Rogan people. <laughs> I mean, there's a bigger problem there, but yeah. Yes. Uh, and mountain goats people. <laughs> I, Cheers. I, so, I, so I had the there it is. <laughs> mm. So um, um, I, I mean, I know the answer to this, but I think mm -hmm. it might be an important question um to at least discuss briefly with the topic of the album is like what is your personal experience with therapy or that idea if any um and i'm curious how once we keep exploring the, the songs how yeah. that ties into your feelings about them uh i mean pro therapy i don't have too much experience myself uh it's been something that's been on my list for a while and i tried had not a great experience with the therapist. <laughs> Still have not tried to stories. find another. Uh, <laughs> I loved being present in that sock. It's too much to, yeah. re to recount now. But to the uh, long and short of it, where talked to him for a while, didn't make any sense what he said. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was wasn't in a, that bad of a place when I went to him, but went to him specifically saying, "I'd like to make sure that I have the tools to be better equipped for next right. time." Blah right. blah blah. And at one point he goes, well, you don't sound depressed. <laughs> like, well, did, have you listened to anything so far? <laughs> no, but the tone of your voice doesn't sound depressed. So and my, my favorite part, though, was that it was a free consultation and you got a oh, bill afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Got the damn bill. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every, so, every part of it. It was start like, to finish was just yeah, like hmm, I it was don't know like about this. the the perfect example of everything going now uh -huh. i would say wrong but like what everyone's fear is of, right. of going to therapy was like completely like v validated to you <laughs> well you should exercise more well yeah that'd be good what would when, that do for you well no i didn't i'd get up off the couch and feel good about moving i like and, I don't, and and how would that make you feel i'm like well i i understand the benefits of exercise <laughs> <laughs> i don't need 10 steps to this one step answer <laughs> you gotta you gotta link that out the session somehow mm -hmm. fair no enough. kidding fair enough. uh yeah. but yeah so like not much personal experience myself mm -hmm. but i mean i've heard great things from the people that i know that have gone and i'm still interested in just going to better myself i just yeah you know have to take the leap yeah that's always the fun part isn't it yeah. And, and also when it's dedicated you know, the time and the money dedicated. and yeah, well, and finding the person that you do mm -hmm. gel with, like, so I've, yes. I'm in therapy, have been in therapy 
for, I don't know. I, I went in LA when I lived there for about a year. And then I'd say two, a few years after moving, I've, I've been in, with my current therapist for like two years now, I think. Um, and I've had nothing but great experience. I, well, with I my, with my ex, what's that? I bet it's three now. It might be. No. Cause it was right after the boys were born. So it's probably closer to two and a half, um, that I've been, that I've been seeing. Um, oh, I'm definitely going to believe that <laughs> that's not important for the pod. Um, yep. the only negative experience I had was when my ex-wife and I were looking for, uh, like marriage counselors and we went to one that we both walked out of going, oh. that was weird. Uh, that was not like, it was very aggressive and it was, a, it was a Christian therapist, which is not inherently bad, but this person was just, it was not a good fit. But besides mm-hmm. that one experience, I have, I have been very lucky to have two, my, my therapist out in LA, she was fantastic and she was a great, um, kind of starting point. Uh, because like you, when I first went, I was like, I'm not coming for any specific reason, but just because I feel like I should, and I feel like I could be better than I am. And yeah. every, and after like two or three sessions, I was like, oh, I'm broken. I need help. Um, <laughs> my current therapist, he's just a lifesaver. So I, I've been I've been very lucky to find really good people, and I know that that is the hardest part. Um, right. And both of them have been through per- friend recommendations, but um, like you said, he, you know, very pro therapy. Um, and I I think it has very very directly transformed my life and helped make me a better partner, father, friend, sibling, stuff like that. So, um, which is amazing, which just kind of segue into the music part of it. it, it, This is far and away my favorite release that he's done. Like front to back, like I, I, this is, I I've gone back to this a lot more Mm -hmm. than I would, would for family tree, because I mean, it's six songs versus, you know, 14 or 10 or whatever, but it just all relates so well. Like the, the new King Inky P that'll come out later this year. I've, I've told people like the theme is mental health. Like so many of the Mm -hmm. songs relate to my brain fucking whatever the past couple of years. And to the point where the chorus of doubt is, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't blah, blah. Jillian, which is going to be one of the, uh, maybe the opening song or the second or third song on the EP. Uh Literally the chorus is, and I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I'm like, I wrote that two years ago before I even knew the song existed, but I love (laughs) the cover. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, But I love the album art. Um, I love the songs themselves. And I felt myself coming back to this a lot more because I like, I enjoyed it like musically, but I also really related to it lyrically. There, You got that missing piece from Family Tree. Yes, yes. And I, and I think, like there were even more times where on a first or second listen that a lyric stuck out that I'd go, Ooh, and then like be, you know, listening to that stuff. Yeah. So I think because of how much it's helped me and how I don't, I'm maybe not reliant, but how like in, how in it I am for right. mental health and therapy to, to listen to music from, there are so many phrases that stand out that you go, yep, I know how that feels or I know what he means by that. So um, I really, Which really is- enjoyed this. It's funny to me that I think the songs, some of the songs that you liked more mm-hmm. or the most on Family Tree were the couple that he wrote about himself. Yeah. Yep. And that switch from writing about yourself more autobiographical mm-hmm. makes it more relatable to others somehow, you know, rather well, than. Be, yeah, because I think like. A story, which, well, yeah, that, that's we have, and we don't have to dive too much into that but it oh, just can no <laughs> but no i agree i, I think i'm like, sure everyone wants to hear it's, again <laughs> it's like exploring emotions versus yeah um yeah telling a story and yeah 
I think there are some songs that walk those lines very well that do both a little bit. Right. But I feel like Family Tree's intent was very much branching out of a story. I mean, knock on wood. Or, er, yeah, but whatever. It's... Thank you. Branching out on a story. And that to me did not hit as deeply as the right. more personal songs did. And then he does this, which is more personal songs. And I feel myself going, yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Like over <laughs> and over. So, uh, yeah. So, how do you, how, what do you think about the, the album therapy? I like it a lot. I think there's a lot of stuff in here I like quite a bit. Um, and again, the overall, the theme is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, super relatable. A lot of points that are great. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite thing of his, but I like mm-hmm. it a lot. And I think it's really refreshing. For yeah, him. I think so, too. I mean, I, I know that we'll literally get into doubt as the first track, but like mm-hmm. that is like the definition of a palate cleanser after the family tree. And yeah, that's like, fair. Well, do you want to you want to hop into that quick or, or do you uh, want to talk? About? Is there a book to, that goes with this one? Huh? Is there a book that goes with this one? No. Okay. All right. Go Just on. kidding. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So back on the autobiographical, one more uh, snippet or quote mm-hmm. I wanted to give. He talked about how he doesn't like autobiographical music. Uh, he says he has no sympathy for myself as a character. I've tried well, to do it that's and a I'll start making of fun of myself. Yeah. But I was such a mopey fuck for a year that it was fine this time. I didn't have anything else to think about. <laughs> so that makes sense. I like um, the idea of him <laughs> being a mopey fuck in April, 2019, a uh-huh. year before the pandemic oh, happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and yeah, so the only other thing before we get into it is that he released two versions of this album. Yes. So the the original, mm-hmm. and then shortly after, I don't know, a couple, it was not that long. He did fake nudes um, acoustic. He did fake nudes acoustic. Um, he By did the way, the I was <laughs> literally on the way to the gym today. No, like before we recorded, I was driving, and for no reason, I wasn't listening to them. I was just like, "Bare Naked Ladies" fucking released an album called Fake Nudes as a play on fake news. I was like, "That's so what the fuck!" <laughs> like, it was just like hitting me. I was like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> anyway um yes and then uh, alternate alternate reality or alternate the alternate reality versions um and yeah more acoustic stripped back um and i think he i don't recorded have a nude. it up but talked about something just like wanting to um i found it right as it is and that slowed me down because then i i found the paragraph and oh was trying God. to um a stripped down version and yeah so he just wanted i don't know he wanted to do it two ways i don't need to read the thing <laughs> that, was, that was so worth it that was, that was so, so worth it so uh, worth i just it. found it as yeah. I don't know, <laughs> anyway. uh one thing though about the the alternate reality version I, mm. is it's resequenced is it really yeah oh, i didn't notice that and i I don't know if I could speak much to why, but I'm curious okay. about why. I wonder if there's a thematic reasoning behind that. Yeah. Or, or if it's just uh, flow yeah, felt really. better. I don't know. But I don't know. That's interesting. Huh. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll probably mostly talk about lyrics, um, but I will play a segment of both of the original and then the alternate reality. Correct. And that's, we'll my, talk about that's it. what I'm planning on on preparing myself for. Perfect. So let's do it then. Let's get into doubt. Doubt. 
right, so doubt. Um, like I said, it feels like the most, like if, if he was going like, okay, I'm moving away from the family tree and I'm going to show that I'm moving away from the family tree. This was like the perfect statement piece for that oh, yeah. because it sounds so unlike basically anything on that album or on any of those albums. Yeah, the production is so new, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially in these first two. Yes. Yep. Agreed. But I don't it know, settles I back it. in a little bit after that, but um, yeah, it does a little bit. But no, I think this is great. I like this one a lot. Um, I love the music. I love the synth in it. Uh, I love the drums in it. It sounds kind of nationally to me. The yeah, that's fair. Um, I I think it's I think one of the things that I liked the most about this was like hearing his voice in production like this like we've talked before about Mm -hmm. how in some of the family tree songs it almost sounds like his voice is one of the instruments like it's set back really far whereas this is more traditional where it's like here are the vocals and here's the rest of the band a little bit behind it right so i really liked it musically structurally you know this whole verse chorus thing i think it's really working for him he's Um, onto something there but i i really relate to the chorus and you know again when i talk about the other mm-hmm. like my song that has the same chorus structure i thought about it a lot where i was like is that just simplistic because like is you know is that just you kind of copying out for a structure but then when i thought about what i wanted to communicate with it and i'm sure kind of what ben's doing here too is like right no it's not a cop-out like this is what it feels like when you're like you have all of these things swirling and you have answers to none of them and right. it might feel like i don't know i don't know like repetitive but it it's it's very it real exactly it's that's what it is i think my favorite line of all of the chorus is that i don't know how to choose my sins i think that was one of the first Ooh. lines that really that yep. i was like oh fuck when, when i heard that one um and then right after that, i don't know how much more i can bend like i think those two back to back really um really stuck out to me uh even though the whole song did but i really like those lines yeah, those those two are fantastic. I don't know if our hearts will break. I don't know if it's all just a waste right before yep. that. Yep. Love that mm-hmm. one. Um I just know that we're here and that's enough for today. Yep. Always hits me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, this I'm doing what I can, you know. You can you can get so bogged down in your head with everything. Yeah. And at the end of the day, all you can do, all you can worry about is what's happening in that moment. Right. Like, well, or, or on that day, because that's all you can control. And he ends there, which I think is, you know, that works Fitting, thematically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, mm-hmm. I like the alarm clock effect, like calling that it back was to really reality cool. a little bit. Yeah. I really like that. Sometimes stuff like that can be a little cheesy, yeah. um, but I think it worked really well here. Agreed. Um, and then, yeah, alternate reality. Mm. I like the piano and I like the drums stand out a lot more in that version. Yeah. Without the synth. Um, I like all the effects in the synth and the normal, but I think like his voice almost works. I like his voice more when it's the focal point. Yeah, I agree. I, I do agree with you there. I think there are other alternate reality versions that I was that like stuck out to me more than this yeah. one that compared to the original one. I liked this one, but it 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 wasn't like different enough for me to go. And, and there are obviously differences, but it wasn't different enough for me to go. Oh wow! Like they're he's really doing something different on this one, but yeah. I do like the to your point about the vocals. Like even in that chorus, that I don't know if this all when it's just him singing that. I think that's really special when it's just his voice. Then everything kind of comes in in that right. production compared to the uh, OG. I don't know if it's like he's singing softer because there's not as much think, yeah. around it. 
but yeah, it sounds just softer. I don't know. Yep. Yep. Uh, so the next one is hard of hearing. I memorize the ceiling with a fire at my feet while I give myself advice that I can't keep. I no longer ask myself what any of this means. I just want my mind to quit so I can finally fall asleep. I'm just waiting for my mind to quit so I can finally fall asleep. I memorize the ceiling with a fire at my feet while I give myself advice that I can't keep. I no longer ask myself what any of this means. Yeah, I just want my mind to quit so I can finally fall asleep. I'm just waiting for my mind to quit so I can finally fall. It, it was the only thing that I'll say before you go first is that mm-hmm. it was interesting to look in Spotify and see that Doubt had like 548,000 listens and this one had like 1.2 million. Where I was just like, oh shit, like this was like, this must have been like the single or whatever. Yeah, now that you say that, I think it was the single. It has different, it has different album art. Um, than the rest of it when you're on genius so it's, yes it's got it, so hard of hearing is the first single doubt was the second single released mm. um but yeah i wouldn't have guessed that they'd be that far off because they do kind of go they seem to go hand in hand a little bit yeah. in my mind yep um but yeah i love i really like the classic radical face humming with the new production of this song mm-hmm. um some it works it's, it was a fun like classic well, yeah, just like we said, classic thing that they do, with, yeah. or that he does, like I guess, with a different production, with a different like soundscape behind him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, musically, I really enjoy. It. I think this is another like this is this and doubt are the two that kind of yeah feel the most different from everything for sure uh, in his catalog so far. Um, and yeah, some great great lyrics again. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to learn that the helping hand could also be the same that holds the knife. Yep. Always gets me. Yep. Um, I love the. I know I'm not well, but I'm, but all, I'm right. all right. Like yep. I'll be okay. Yep. Um, I'm just waiting for my mind to quit so I can finally fall asleep. Yep. I mean, who, who can't relate to that? That's, <laughs> that's just so good. Um. um oh, yeah. Sorry. What about you? Uh, no, I, I, ex- you know, very, uh, very similar. Um when I think of the lyrics, I think the, again, it's one of those things where the simplicity really, really hits well. Um, that line specifically, I know I'm not well, but I'm all right, really hits. I like the chorus. I like the melody of it a lot. Just kind of like not sways, but kind of flows very well. And the humming, yeah. like you said, it's, it complements this a lot differently because it's not, it's not like samey instrumentally with it. Like it doesn't blend in with everything else. Um, yep. as one as one thing it functions as its own piece of the song yeah um, and i think that's really cool um but uh but yeah no i i, I like this one a lot i think this is great I, again as some of the some of the simplicity of the lyrics i think are not they don't detract from it but they add to it in ways yeah. that sometimes other uh, sometimes it doesn't do that but i think here it does quite a lot um anyway you got to learn to take your hits when your hands are always tied. Like, yep. Love it. Love it. So good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he said that this song is about the awkward middle period, uh, the space where you don't feel well at all, but you can outwardly function again. So you're, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. It reminds me of, it reminds me of the, um, AJR song, uh, way less sad because the chorus is, um, are you happy? Are you happy? No, I'm not happy yet, but I'm way less sad. It's like the same like message that. of like, yeah. I'm getting there, you know, like. I'm better than I was. It's, it's working. Not, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yet. working. It's working. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I, lo- I, I really enjoy this one. Um, it, this one and I was trying to get the lyrics up, but um, mm-hmm. this one and the, the first one remind me, have you listened to the newest national song? Um, Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. Yeah. Yeah. It fucking, I mean, it kill. It's about like splitting possessions after you know in the middle of or after a divorce or whatever is like had not put that together yet it's like it's you know some of the lyrics are um what about the glass dandelion what about the tv screen what about the end of like it's a lot of it is what about what about and then it's like what if we move back to new york like there's all these little lines where it kind of like what if we take it away from yeah it's like not it's not all physical things it's like physical physical what about this one thing and then it goes back then the chorus is just you should take it because i'm not going to take it you should take it i'm only going to break it and then a lot of you should take it you should take it and it feels like my first listen i was like i like what they're doing here but it's a little bit repetitive um yep. and then Same. when you when i listened to it like when i the more it grew on me more and more and more and then when i listened to the they just released a live version today which i knew was going to be more screamy than the studio yeah. version but it really just kind of turns the knife in there Okay. Um, and it was one of those songs where at first, and the reason I bring this up is that at first the simplicity was, I was like, okay, it's really simple. Like I get what it's about, but it feels a little lazy. And now I'm just like, nope. Yep. Fucking all of this all the time. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, well, that's I what, think- yeah, it didn't super hit for me the first time. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading on Reddit and the release thread and someone was like, yeah, I don't know, a little underwhelmed by this, but mm-hmm. given my history with the national, I'm sure that means next week I'll be screaming it in the car. Yes, I remember that comment. <laughs> yep, yep. And and that was me within like two or three days where I was like, oh, yep. And then you listen again. Watch the live version they just released today because that really adds a new layer to it. Um, yeah, because to check that out. It was one of those things where like having physically gone through that process, it it like it hit really close because. You know, sure. some of the things are like, again, literally like, what about the glass dandelions? Right. Or what about, what about the ornaments? Like the glass dandelion, not to really dissect those two <laughs> lines there, but like, what about the glass dandelion? And so I'm like, okay, like that's just a little physical thing that was on a desk somewhere, but yeah. there's going to, there's a story behind that. Right. But there's something there's, for them. Yeah. It's a, and, and there's a reason it's there in the first place. And then you go to like the ornaments and like, that's a completely different story. Cause that's a group of things like ornaments tell the story of a family. And to try yeah. to divide those up, um, do you do just here? You take all of them. Do you sit down and go ornament by ornament? Like um, you pick one, I pick one. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you draft them basically. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it's all this all right. to say is when there's simplicity in lyrics, when it's done well, you can. F- now it's like you know it's layered like an onion, but there's also like so many hidden meanings in it. Yeah, um, and sometimes simplicity yeah. on purpose. Yeah, is better. Like it's it's not necessarily just not good because it's simple. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sometimes exactly. the simple line hits better because it's simple. Well, and that goes back to the structure of the songs too, right? Like he right. could, you know, he could be concerned about going verse, chorus, verse, chorus, but 
when you do that well, it works really well. And it doesn't feel simple. It doesn't feel lazy. It feels intentional. But um, but anyway, yeah, let's move sure. on um, to the next. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is Personal Giants. And that life goes on. good i like it um another it's a stark change of pace uh yes. but i think it works pretty well um i like again some of the lyrics are really good i like the sound effect in the beginning it comes back up a couple times but it's almost like a zooming in like right away the... yeah 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 um let's see to me you're a mountain or some shining lighthouse that guided my way but nobody knows your name Mm-hmm. I like that like theme. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty spelled out, but like the people that have most impact on you can mean nothing to everybody right. else. Right. Well, and, and also I think I, I feel like um, Dawes has uh, lyrics about this, but um, that some people are in your life for a certain mm-hmm. purpose for a certain amount of time. Like some yep. of the most impactful people in your life are aren't necessarily people you're still friends with or people you still talk to, but they, they made that big of an impact that many years ago. Yeah. Um, And so I like that part too. the, um, their personal guided my way. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, And now that I'm gone and standing on my own two feet, I still remember you fondly. Like, I think that like, that's what the song ends on. And I think it, um, yeah, it, it plays into that part of it. We're like, yeah, you were a lighthouse. You were this personal giant, but, and you're gone now, or I'm gone now, right? I'm not there anymore, but yeah. you still, um, but you but played a this part will that, still yeah. always be a big part of who I am. Yes. And why I, I, am. I am who I am because of yeah. what you did because of what we, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think production wise, this very much, at least early on, and it feels like felt a lot closer to the earlier, to like family tree stuff, like with those drums and oh, stuff. Yeah. And yep. I actually felt like I really liked the alternate reality version of this one. Um, I don't know if I'd go and say, go ahead and say like more, maybe more, but I have a doubt. It, it almost, I like it more. Oh, then me too. Then um, I, and I, I think Panties. there's like a, <laughs> there's like a, um, I don't know if it's a, if it's just a synth sound or if it's like a violin part that kind of plays that like top overlay over it. And I think yep. that really works well in this song. So yeah, I wondered if that was like horns. But yeah. Oh yeah, I, yeah. It's some, but it's something that's it's not something. like a synth sound. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, I, I think it just it works really well for this song. I think I like the guitar parts better in the alternate re- reality too. Next up, it's guilt. Guilt. Just because you see the storm, it doesn't.
pretty solid. Yeah. I think um, the opening verse is pretty incredible. You know, like he thought he made a bunch of progress, but then something happens and it hits you. Yep. And even yep. though you knew it was all there and it's not mm-hmm. a surprise, it mm-hmm. still hits you. Yeah. Um, I love the storm. You felt prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you see the storm doesn't just, mean you're ready for the rain. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that hits well. It's yeah. like, it, it's it, it, the other equivalent is like, okay, you, you've created this suit of armor to prepare to like cope with these things, but that yep. doesn't mean you know what it feels like to get hit while you're wearing the armor yet. Like right. it's going to be better than if you didn't have it, but it's still it going to hit you. you know, like it's still gonna feel. I like um, that. I, yeah, I, I like this one. The drums in the beginning, uh, I, I think as a whole, it sounds, um, it sounds a lot more like something that could have been on family tree uh, yeah. and not in a bad way. I just think it sounds, it doesn't sound as stark as the first two. I think almost um, all four of these feel that way. That, yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't disagree. I would agree with that. And but the drums in the beginning almost sound like it could turn into like a fifties, like swing song. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and then you could hear like, when it comes in with like some electric guitars or something. <laughs> and then it takes like a much different tonal uh, turn, which that would have been really well for it. A really yeah. fun alternate reality version. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> like really upbeat and peppy and like, yeah, that would have been fun. Um, but no, I agree. I, I, I think like, this is one where I think the lyrics stand out to me more than some of the music does. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel, it's not For even sure. the fact that it feels more like the other stuff. Like that's not the problem. I think it just doesn't. Um, I like a lot of what he does with the melody, but I don't think it um, stays in my head. Like some of the other ones do. Like I'm not like humming it to myself later. Right. Yeah. The, the lyrics stand out a lot more than the music in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I do like though, like how he musically how he takes a beat after the rest can sort itself out, and then he pauses. Yeah, I feel like that works pretty well thematically, just like letting things evolve for a second on their own before he goes into the next verse. Yeah, <laughs> letting them do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. I I also like the. It's hard to say when it's a simple line, but it's, it's hard to say when things have run their course. Uh, while oh, yeah. while in the fog and still afraid, and you know, like that idea mm-hmm. of when do you when do you walk away from something or when do you like let something lie and go like I'm still going to be dealing with this, but like I'm done actively, yeah, actively dealing with it versus passively dealing with it, like healing right. from something versus fixing fixing it in the moment, sort of a thing. So I like that one too. Um, and I also like the just dancing with my ghosts. I like that as a as a line. That's cool because I could never let them go. Oh, go, but I've got, yeah. All right. But I've got to. Oh, yeah. But I've got to, yes. Better days. I've seen better days. (laughs) (laughs) Are they next? (laughs) No. When you're always drifting out to sea. Because the ground stay beneath your feet. Pouring gasoline on the person you prefer to be. Try to remind yourself, you're always drifting out to sea. Cause the ground will stay beneath your feet when your head is pouring gasoline.
person you would rather be. Try to remind you. I like this a lot. I think musically, there's not much to talk about because it's very sparse. It's very, you know, very sparse. I, I think the alternate reality version gives it a very different like almost like message or feel to it because i think when he talks about the better days in the original version it it sounds it's got a dissonant vibe yeah and it it sounds like a mantra you have to repeat to yourself even if you don't believe it whereas like the horns or the synths or the piano of the alternate reality version make it feel yeah yeah exactly exactly i'm glad that you yeah absolutely um but I I I really like this one. I think it's nice. I I think the line that uh, I stuck that stuck out to me the most is your head is pouring gasoline on the person you prefer to be. Um, oh yeah. I think so much of what my therapy has been about for the past so couple good. of years has been about identity and who are you truly versus who do you want to be versus how you perceive just identity and and stuff like that. And I think mm-hmm. that those lines feel a lot to me like the I can't I I don't know how to choose my sins. Where it's like, I wish oh. I wasn't like this, or I wish I didn't have this tendency or the the way, reactions to the you know whatever it is. But yeah, I wish I could stop myself from self sabotaging. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But my head is pouring gasoline on the person I prefer to be, or your head is doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like you. Not today. We're not. Why do you? Why are you today. doing these things when yeah. you know you shouldn't be? Or why are you reacting like this when you don't want to react like this, but you still are? Like I think that yeah. stuff speaks. And well. then when I'm there, just try and remind myself that it's gonna take some time and it's gonna be okay. Yep. 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 And like how? And I think both songs, both versions of the song reflect how uh, how those words can feel. Like sometimes they can feel a little bit hollow, and sometimes they can feel like, yep, you're. It's right. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm okay like yeah it's just yeah. gonna it's gonna take some time that's okay yeah yep it's not overnight yeah um but i liked it's, it yeah me too i think it's funny now that you say that without like the hopeful that i agree with that's the leadoff song in the alternate reality oh true oh interesting okay yeah where he's like hey this is gonna I be like what that. we're talking like this is the message yeah. here yeah everything's that's gonna cool. be okay and now let's get into all the emotional turmoil <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> keep going. All right. Uh, the last one, dead end. So now I'm saying goodbye, and I'm learning to fend for myself now. We started playing with fire, believing that it would just keep us warm. Well, there's no need to run when you're traveling down the wrong road. No, yeah, there's no need to run when you're traveling. saying goodbye and i'm learning to fend for myself and we started playing with fire thinking that it would just keep us warm well there's no need to run when you're traveling down the wrong road no there is no need to run when you're traveling down real good closer agreed it very it feels like a closer, not in a not in a bad way. It feels like a good, feels like yep. you're closing a book. Um, oh yeah, but you're happy with what you just read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, yeah. yeah, again, like musically, I enjoy it, but far and away, the lyrics in this one are yeah. just incredible. Absolutely, 
the opening verse in particular again. Uh, Hello, hope it's been a while. I mean, that's a great. I thought I was great and, well, opener, I, and even the follow up. I thought I was damned to watch life through my hands. Like I love that. Like, yep. It's just one of those things where that it's such a vivid picture that you can picture it both physically and then also like mentally and emotionally what that actually looks like or feels like. Oh yeah. Um, and I like the. There ain't no fix in this, but I like that you tried. Yep. Hits every time. Um, and I really like how it slows down in the chorus to emphasize a lot of those lines. Mm-hmm. Works really well. Uh, but yeah, it's just so much about how you have to accept who you are and be to be happy and move on. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're like, I mean, I, you know, we're all like, you're all broken. Like no one's perfect, but also like that doesn't mean that you are like disposable because you are, you have a mental illness or something you're fighting. Like that doesn't negate your worth. Right. That just means that you know it like helps you know something about yourself to move through life better, sort of a thing. Um I really like along that same idea was I thought that I could be the difference. I thought I could outsmart all the pain. And I yep. you know, in both the group that I'm in, the support group and the uh therapy that I have, like that's such a common theme of like, I thought I could fix this by myself. I thought I could try all of these different tricks. Yeah. Power through or be like, I know how I can not do this is if I do, if I blah, blah, blah. And like, with these three simple steps. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I like, you think that you can outsmart it, but no. Um, and I like that. It was, I like the, the metaphor, like, or the whatever simile, but like life advice that scrawled across a bathroom stall, oh, but, yeah. but more so like it wasted everyone's time. Like me trying to be, uh, be the, di- be the difference, outsmart the pain that made life harder for myself and everybody around me. It was just mm-hmm. a waste of time. Um, it's just a waste of time. Now I've learned yep. I'm not so special. Yep. No need yep. to carry all that weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Same deal. Well, yeah. Why are you trying to do it all by yourself? You just like, or I also like don't need the, to carry um, that show with you. Uh, can't see the forest for the trees. Heard it plenty of <sighs> times, but now I know what it means. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I also uh, like the. Um, I just want to know how to move on now. The past is buried in time, and the future is an anxious yeah. invention. I yes. like that. Like the past is buried in timeline. Mm-hmm. He sings it like he's telling himself that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because that's the only time that ever helps. Because right. someone else, like you can't yeah, tell that yeah. to somebody because uh-huh. that they're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, of right. course, just off, yeah, like, that's not helpful missed, to me yeah. right now. Yeah. But when you say it to yourself, it is mm-hmm. sometimes helpful that, okay, yeah, this will, this will resolve itself. Yeah. It'll be okay. I think another line that really stuck out or that really spoke to me was the, um, I don't want to know why I just want to, I just want to know how to move on now because I'm somebody that really feels like I always like in therapy, like I need to dissect how I got to this point, why I made this decision and like really understand all of the back reasons to get there. And one of the guys in my group the other day was saying that his therapist, he was, he's with a a marriage counselor with his wife. And that what the thing that they were talking about, he said that my therapist said, you know, we could try to figure this out all day long where this came from and why it's, why this happened to stuff. He goes, and that's valuable, but like, it's going to take so much time. What's important is how do you move on from here right now? It's like almost like yeah. a direct reflection of that. Where like, sometimes you use 
dissecting and figuring and trying to find out why as a way to not do the work to move forward. And I feel like those just need to understand first. Yeah. And then I can fit and then I can fix it. Right. If I can understand, but I think those two lines really encapsulate this idea of like, of growth of like, I don't need to know why anymore. I just need to know how to move on and change and and be better. Yeah. Um, So uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. A good, good, good set of songs here. I like the drums in this one too. Uh, I, I think I realized that like, one of the things that is big throughout the family tree and a lot of his like similar sounding stuff is that it's very like bass and Tom driven and some snare, but it's very, you know, we've talked about the very drivey or marchy and like, and like for sure in the main version of this one, he's got like the hi hat, like the like, you know, like, and then the other, in the earlier songs he uses that too. It's like, it's not something that feels, it's like, he's got a full drum kit. He doesn't have like a Mumford and Sons drum kit. He's got a full <laughs> drum kit now. Um, right. And it, it works really well in the songs that he uses it. So um, yeah, I like this one. I dig this one. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I like both versions. Yep. Um, AR is not too different from the original. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do like the end of the alternate reality adds that repeat of the outro verse a couple times at the end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that works pretty well there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Grim. I think great. That's about it. Uh, the whole. On any the whole, I think any it's new great. thoughts? No, I just I I you know I just to reflect on what I said earlier. Like I feel because this is such a big thing in my life. It felt very. It felt just so much more relatable. And also, again, like you said, it's not storytelling. It's it is biographical or autobiographical or character driven. And mm-hmm. um, I think that for me is something that I'm drawn to more. And so I think I was inherently drawn to it, let alone the topic being something that I'm like, that I feel like I'm in every day. So I think yeah. it was great. I think it was musically, it was a good push. Uh, like we said, there are a few songs that kind of, which aren't bad, right? Like, like they feel similar right. to some of the older stuff. Um, but I think that, I think it was a good, it was a healthy mix of that. Like it right. wasn't experimental Agreed. for him, but it wasn't nope. all the same. It was like a nice progress of where they were where he was and where he's moving toward. I he's showing think. he can do some new stuff, but yeah, yeah. keeping what about you? Any, any new thoughts? Yeah, not Actually, particularly. That, sorry, that's a really good way to put it. It's keeping the identity of Radical Face and what he does while yeah. still pushing the boundaries. Like It doesn't feel like he's trying to do a side act or anything. Right. It's still him, um, but it's just a little bit different. So I know I know that I cut you off, but I, I just I like the way you put that. That's okay that you cut me off because I, I don't have much <laughs> that I haven't already said. Uh, I really right. like it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, should we do um, Kings and Serves? Yeah. Uh, so you are ahead by one point. I'm ahead by one. Would you like to go first I think, or second? I think, that, I think first. I think that's a good rule. I think whoever is a, moving forward, whoever is winning goes first it's like it's like uh cornhole or beanbag yeah whoever's winning goes first and if it's a tie it's whoever was winning last goes first so i i've got gut feelings on this so i'm gonna say ah shoot i forgot uh i think your servant is personal giants and your uh king is dead ends one for two Ah, my servants is personal giants okay Wait, I tried, then, hold to, on, tried to low play guilt a little bit. Oh, you, and it worked. It <laughs> fucking worked. Damn it. Um, um, hard of hearing is my favorite. 
and oh. yeah it's probably it's between that and doubt i think uh-huh. um yeah both of them are real good nice uh nice. but yeah i don't know hard hearing just it really hits for you edges out a little bit nice very good yeah um all right let me let me lock it down in my I, I, let me lock it down in my head real quick um that would okay. be good before i guess yep yep i'm good i locked it down all right your servant is guilt unless you also low played that for me and i fell for it um your kings i want to say doubt but i'm gonna guess Wait, whoa, that whoa, 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 whoa. hold on yeah i i said that your your servants was personal giants and that you and that was correct right yeah okay sorry because you said you said low play guilt when we were talking about that and yes. so i wanted to make sure that i did not get a point that i wasn't supposed to get okay no. i'm sorry so you said guilt is my servant yep and and i i want to say doubt but i'm gonna say dead ends as you're a king you are also one for two damn it uh guilt is my servant and hard of hearing is my king ah and nice. it, it's funny, but it was between it was that and then doubt and dead ends were like neck and neck yeah um, but no I, I think hard of hearing takes the cake on that one so i no would change not have there. guessed that and like never oh you mean so like that's... i low played it <laughs> or i downplayed it <laughs> i downplayed it oh yeah. two can play that game motherfucker Look i know that. this is why i started playing this game <laughs> Believe but, me, I know you, you know can do it. <laughs> Here's the thing: I, I I think we both do it in a realm of sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like Agreed. I go like if it's hard I'm of not hearing. Lying about the song, exactly, and I'm not like dead silent. I'm not going like yeah, hard of hearing. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay, cool. I will read all on. of my notes every yes, time. Exactly, and then go there. All right, so I'm still up by one. How many more eps do we have left? For I want to know how much time, like how much time you have to gain ground. We have one, maybe two eps. Okay. Oh wow! I didn't we have one that. more EP, and then we'll see what we can come up with with for a B sides app. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I have Great. not really sorted through that yet, so I don't know how much is gonna be there. There's right. missing film, but you know, instrumentals. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we traditionally have not had too much to talk about there. Uh-huh. Um, there's a couple singles that I'll definitely want to talk about in some manner, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. We'll figure it out. Um, okay, so then let's move on now to the cellar door secrets. I would. I'm gonna get this. One two one two. One two one two. One, two, one, two. Bingo bingo. Um, I would like to recommend the band The Hold Steady, but specifically the album Boys and Girls in America. Um, the Hold Steady seem to be a band that like is friends with all of my favorite bands <laughs> or like, you know, like they all play in the same realm, um, specifically the Mountain Goats, but also like whenever I'm on any playlist, like they always seem to come up. But the lead and, and the lead singer, Craig Finn, like he, I see his name everywhere. And and it was always they're always a band that like they're very his sing style is very talky. Yeah. And so it always felt hard for me to get into a little bit like it, it was just, you know, kind of a different thing. But I finally just like fell head first in over the past few weeks. And it, it is, it is, it finally, yeah. Like it felt like it was like a long time coming and it just feels like such a great, it just feels like if I, like if I were a band, it would be these guys. Cause they're lame and like, you know, all pretty like, you know, st- like Midwest white guys, but 
the lyrics are amazing. The music is like a really bright rock, but like, like, like not heavy rock, but like all electric and like yeah. a lot going on, but like really bright. And, um, I really love that. And I, uh, I've known that, you know, that John of the mountain goats they're they've been their friends. I've known that for a while, but, um, they're they have the whole city had like some anniversary shows coming up in chicago like i don't know if it's for like 20 the anniversary of the band or of an album or something but something um, yeah but mountain goats are the opener for it and like i say opener, Whoa. it's like a one-two yeah. punch and when i was getting into the whole study like this has probably been the past like month like it hasn't been a few months it's been like the past three months where i'm just like oh yep i want or past couple months like i want this album this one this one um yep. and uh i so i was like oh i should go look get tickets for that show because like I'm, it's what it felt like one of those things I was going to like regret if I didn't go. Yeah. Um, but they were sold out. And I was like, Oh, apparently they sold. I was looking on their, our mountain goats group. They sold out like pretty quickly. Okay. And, uh, shit, uh, whatever. It checks that out. always makes and you then, feel better though. You're like, it does. Okay. Yeah. Sitting then, on it did not make two, me lose the ticket. Two days ago though, I'm on Facebook at work. Cause I do digital marketing and yeah. I see a post from the mountain goats. We just released a limited amount of tickets to both of the hold steady shows in Chicago. Um, get them while they're there. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And so I went, and one the Saturday one was already sold out, but there were still general admission tickets for the Friday one. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> like it's a choice now. And I yeah. said I like was looking at my budget. And I just did like I I ended up getting the ticket because I was just like, if you don't, you are going to regret not being there. Like this is not just a yep. show, it's a party. So yeah. I'm seeing the mountain goats with uh, my girlfriend uh, in two weeks in Detroit. And then I'll go again uh in June to Chicago. Just my just solo bolo, but um I oh, think it's gonna bolo. be I'm going to be glad that I went yeah. uh, and I, I'm super fucking psyched. So anyway, that's the, awesome. I think the album boys and girls in America has been my favorite album so far that I've listened to okay. um, the opening three tracks stuck between stations, chips, ahoy and hot soft light are like bang, 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 back to back. Awesome. So um, yeah, that's what I got. What about? Hell yeah. Yeah. I love you? when a band takes hold like that when you've like, you're, yep. you've known about them for a long time and yep. you've like, almost wanted to get into them but haven't that's it and felt like it finally clicks yes there's something and really satisfying about it that it felt like these guys specifically were a band that like i should like yeah. like if you if if you, if you went to an ai and said like these are all the bands that he listens to the whole study would be like number one of like here's where you should go next <laughs> and it just always felt like that but it, yeah it finally it finally yeah. took hold so uh well, yeah sweet. loving it loving it what about you what do you got uh i'm gonna go the expert in a dying field by the Beths. ah uh, yes Yep. But I mean, we both talked about these bands yeah. yep. uh, on, on the side recently. I had a feeling it might uh, be this. Yep. Um, yeah. I had yeah, it down to that shrinking, which is also something I've talked about right. a lot recently. So <laughs> uh, but yeah, we talked about bands that just seem to hit out of nowhere, and that's your band for the year. And I can already yep. tell the best gonna be the is going to be yep. it. Are um, you seeing the National in Detroit? Yes. You got tickets to that, right? Okay. Cool. Yep. So yeah. they're opening, which is why I jumped in. And I had heard a couple of their songs last year and like one of them, like I liked enough to like save it to a couple playlists yeah, on Spotify, yeah. but hadn't really dove deeper. And for whatever reason it hit and it bought all the albums, you know, nonstop yep. listening. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, I, so all three are great, but I think expert in the dying field is the one they're most didn't recent. They just have like a new song out like yesterday or today. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a new? And the album whole study just out? released like a new book or something, right? Yeah. So they've got an album coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, like a new album, and then they also yes they have a I, I saw that as like a, a a book they announced and I think it was kind of like a uh, it looks like a history of the band sort of a thing 
Okay. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Like you get signed versions and like the non-signed version was like 70 bucks. Cause it's like a big ass, like coffee table book. Okay. And I was like, I'm not there yet. Like, yeah. like if Malcolm goes to that, I'd be like, like, all right. That's, I guess that's I'm totally the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five years from now, if they do that, I'm sure I would buy that. But um, yeah, yeah, they have a new, their new album. Uh, what's this new? The Price of Progress comes out tomorrow, um, which I'm super psyched for. So solid. Um, cool. But yeah. It just really took hold. Uh, also, the front couple are really, really great. Expert in a dying field. Title track yep. leads off. Knees Deep, I think, is maybe my favorite. Okay. Um, I don't know that one, actually. Yeah. Thematically, like, talking about how they always want to be able to, like, they dive in really quick and then freeze. And so it's, like, a lot of lyrics about wanting to be able to take that leap to go all in, but, like, yeah. but actually not getting stuck yeah. and feeling bad about that. And I... It hits. It hits it's real a, good. It's commitment issues. That's what it yeah. is. <laughs> yep. And we know that you've. That's something that Nick has. He's never. Been oh good yeah. At committing. Always. That's been a, <laughs> uh, the opposite of a problem for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about does it. Then I'd say yeah. yes. We did all of the things. This is easily our shortest episode, and it's still well almost an hour and a half. Why? It's um, just an app. It's it's just an app. It's an app on an app. It's an app. It's exception. Man, if we did like oh. CBB like podcast like episode titles, this would have to be Exception. Exception, for even sure. though we've done other EPs for other bands before. Yeah, but this one is Exception. Those one's are just Exception. Those are Eps. This is Exception. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Have a great uh, go to bed and uh, have a great night, everyone. Bye now. Bye. Bye.